Hello, everyone. I am Maury Povich. And tonight, right here on 21, Trey and Ryan will battle it out to earn the highest amount of money ever awarded on a podcast, $2. Trey is the elder statesman, but have his skills grown rusty with age? His opponent, Ryan, is a Nebraska homer. But does he know anything about the rest of the country? Let's see what happens tonight on 21. Let's welcome in the two contestants. We have Ryan Newman from Marina Del Rey, California. Ryan, how would you spend the $2? I'd probably uh, treat myself to a nice Snickers. Wow. Yeah. That's such a great use of it. Thank you. We also have Trey, Trey Newman from San Diego, California. Trey, how would you spend the money? Man, I don't know. You can't get much for two bucks. Maybe like a, can I get a Frosty? I'm sure you could get a Frosty. Way to build up the prize money, Trey. Actually, I would bet it, you know, $2 standard horse race bet. I'd place it on a long Ooh, shot go. and turn it into more. Turn it into more. All right. Great answers. Great answers, guys. Okay, so we are going to play best of five games. And here is how each game of 21 works. The point of the game is to get to 21 points as quickly as you can. The two of you are going to answer alternating trivia questions with differing point values You get to choose the point value of each question, anywhere from 1 to 11 points. The more points the question is worth, the more difficult it is. And getting a a question right will add to your total, but there's no deduction of points for a wrong answer. If you both get to 21 in the same number of questions, we'll go to a tiebreaker question. I'll explain that when we get to it. Are you guys ready? I'm ready, Mike. Bring it on. I'm digging the new format here. All right. By the way, it's, it's Maury. Sorry, Maury. That's okay. So, Trey, you won the coin toss backstage, so you will go first in game number one. And every question today, of course, is going to be about the 2019 college football season. Trey, what point value would you like for your first question? You know, I just want to get on the board, so my name being Trey, let's just start with a three-pointer. Okay, question one for three points. Trey, who led the nation in passer rating? Is it Justin Fields, Tua Tungavaloa, Jalen Hurts, or Tanner Morgan? Tua. Three points for Trey. Well done. Ryan, what would you like to wager? Uh, let me bump it up a notch. Let me go to four. Okay, Ryan, for four points. Who led Minnesota in receiving yards? Tyler Johnson or Rashad Bateman? Oh, man, that is a... 50-50 chance there. They both had some big games. I'm going to go... Um, oh, the, man, I'm going to go Rashad Bateman. No! Dang it. Oh. Got to go with the number one guy. <laughs> Sorry. It. it was Tyler Johnson. He had 1,318 yards, and Rashad Bateman had 1,219. Splitting hairs. Wow. So close. All right, Trey, you've got a 3-0 lead here. What are you going to wager next question? Well, we've got three, four. Let's make it five. Okay, for five points. Four players rushed for 2,000 yards this season. Chuba Hubbard, J.K. Dobbins, Jonathan Taylor, and which other player? Was it Malcolm Perry for Navy or Jarrett Patterson for Buffalo? I got to go with the guy on Ryan's fantasy team, Jarrett Jarrett Patterson. No, I'm sorry. Malcolm Perry. He rushed wow. for 2,017 yards. Of course, had that huge game last game of the season. 
Okay. Okay, so it's still 3-0, Ryan. You are very much within reach. Oh, yeah. How many points? I'm going to go with a sixer. A sixer, okay. Yep. Including the bowl game, what was Louisville's record this year? Um, golly gee, uh, man. Hmm, nine and four? Dang it, eight and five. Eight and five, yep. Son of a gun, Ryan. <laughs> they beat Mississippi State in the in the bowl game to go eight and five. Dang it. Okay, Trey, we're we're off to a little bit of a slow start here, but you are up three to zero yeah. here in game number one. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to play five games at this rate, but we'll play it by ear. Let's go. There's a rerun of Mash coming up after this, but we'll see what we can do. I will also take a six pointer. Okay, for six points. How many non-offensive touchdowns were there in the Iron Bowl this season when Auburn won 48-45? to well, I know there was two pick sixes by Auburn, So, and then I know Jalen Waddle. I'm going to say three. Jalen Waddle returned a punt. I'm going to say three. Excellent. You nailed it. All right. You are up nine to nothing here in game number one. Ryan, you got you to gotta stage a comeback here. I do. Um... Give me a, I'm going to go seven. Okay, getting a little more risky for seven points. Yep. Although they gave up 508 yards, Auburn held LSU to their lowest point total of the entire season. How many points did they give up? Um, 20. That's how many they scored. Yep. Son of a bitch. It was it was twenty three to twenty was the final I, score. LSU wow. won. I knew this final score. I oh my goodness, <laughs> you really messed up there. Think about that for a sec, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, you were on you were on to it, but to no avail. Okay, Trey, you've got a you got a comfortable lead here. Nine. Okay, let's make it. Uh, let's go with eight. Whoa. Yeah, I'm gonna go for the pedal kill. to the metal. Yeah. Okay, for eight points, Keaton Slovis passed for a school record amount of yards against UCLA in a 52-35 to victory. How many yards did he throw for? Was it 510, 515, 520, or 525? Oh my gosh. 515. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, dang it. Yeah, you know, it just sounded right uh you yeah, are right 17 to 0 trey here in round one. Oh. Ooh, boy three possession game ryan yeah and that yeah. was uh he threw for four touchdowns and no picks in that game as well uh ryan you gotta you gotta come back here all right so how many yeah. points are you gonna risk give me an eight eight okay wait wow. a second ryan. I, you, you might want to yeah, think I'm, about that i'm one question away trey only needs to get a four pointer right all right if you go eight oh. All right, give me the 11 shot. Yeah, that's that's wise. All right. For 11 points, who led the nation in yards per rush attempt? Um, <laughs> is there a minimum on carries here? Yes. I don't know what that minimum is. Okay. Producers in my ear, 100. <laughs> oh, sure. Okay, yards per rush. I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay, before before you answer this, is it Etienne? It is not. He was very close, but it oh. is Lynn Bowden Jr. Oh, seven point oh, nine wow. yards per attempt. Okay, Ryan, that was worth a shot, but yep. Trey, 
I'm imagining you're at 17. Yeah, got to go with the four. Okay, for four points and the win in game number one, Joe Burrow ended the season first in the nation with 5,671 total passing yards in 15 games. But which quarterback who played only 13 games was first in the nation with 429 passing yards per game? Ooh, um... Who had some high-flying offense? Texas to Oklahoma. So, no, Hurts didn't throw it. Oh, what about um, Wazoo, uh, Anthony Gordon? Yeah, that was... <laughs> there you go. You 21 know, I, I, zero. I think I like this, uh, this, format. this format a little better. <laughs> Uh-oh. Don't speak too soon. All right, you are up one game to zero. Uh, Ryan... You are going to go first here in game number two. How many points would you like your first question to be worth? Um, five. Okay, true or false? No player rushed for 300 yards in a game this season. True. Wow, not my day here. <laughs> wow, <laughs> right. Who did? Malcolm Perry in the very last game of the regular oh, season. Dang it, you're right. I am right, yeah. Mori Povich is always right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Ryan, still still zero for the whole the whole day. Uh, all right. Trey, how I'm many points? Follow a similar script. I'll go with three, like I did last game. Okay, for three points, App State went thirteen and one this season, with their only loss coming on Halloween against which team? I remember watching this stupid game. Oh my gosh. Halloween, it was a Thursday night. They played. I know they beat Louisiana. Then they. Wow. I'm going to say. Oh, I know. Georgia Southern. Golly gee. A little time limit on that one. Yeah, if I would have had about a five second time limit, I wouldn't have got it, but okay. finally came to me. 3 0 Trey. Ryan, how many points? Four. Okay, four points. Who led Alabama in receiving yards? Devontae Smith or Jerry Judy? Devontae Smith. All right, oh, there you go. He's on the board. So hey, he had 1,256 right. yards and Jerry Judy had 1,163. Yay. All right. Okay, Trey. How many points? So Ryan has five? Four. He has four. Oh, four. Let's just creep up. I'm going to go two. Okay, our first two-pointer. Two players tied for the most rushing yards and rushing touchdowns in the Big Ten this season, both at 2,003 yards and 21 touchdowns. Name them. Uh, J.K. Dobbins and Jonathan Taylor. There you go. You take the lead. You are up 5-4. to four. Ryan, how difficult of a question would you like? I would like a five-spot. Okay, here's your five-pointer. Miami lost as a favorite of more than two touchdowns twice this year, one in conference play and one in non-conference. Name the two teams they lost to. Uh, Georgia Tech and um, um, Florida International. Nice. Very nice. Hey. Five points for you, so you are up to nine points. And they were uh, they were an 18 point favorite against Georgia Tech and a 21 point favorite against FIU. 
this stuff is just like leaving me. It's like I'm, it, you know. It is a few weeks after the season. I it is a struggle to I, my brain has just moved on. I know it goes it goes fast. Yeah, it's funny how that that goes. All right, so Ryan's up. I'm gonna go seven. Yeah, Ryan's up nine to five. So you're going for a seven pointer. Okay, who won the Lou Groza Award? That was Rodrigo Blankenship. Hot Rod. That is correct. You're up to 12 points. You're up 12 to 9. Ryan, what do you, what would you like? Um, four. Okay, true or false, game day went to Penn State at Minnesota this season. False. Correct. I remember there being... Kind of remember they were kind of upset that they didn't get it. I think they went to LSU Bama, right? They went to LSU Bama that week, and but then they went to Minnesota for the Wisconsin game, right? Okay, Trey, you are down thirteen to twelve. Okay, but you went second this round, so you're in good position. What would you like to to wager? By the Let's, way, I am running out of questions, so I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do best out of five. Might be best out of three. All right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Four. Okay, to get to 16, Michigan State blew a huge lead to lose at home to Illinois, 37-34. What was the score when Michigan State had their largest lead of the game? Wait, what was the final score? 37-34. I'm going to say it was like 27-3. Brutal. It was 28-3. The most oh, dangerous yeah, lead like the in Super football. Bowl. Yep. Oh, rough. I think also oh. Baylor was up twenty-eight to three against OU. They, I remember Baylor was because it was similar to the Super Bowl. But oh man, also Illinois, Michigan State. Wow. Okay, Ryan, you're at thirteen points. Mm-hmm. You gonna go for it? <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, Trey's at twelve. Yep. So you'd have to get a nine spot. So I'll go for it. Sure, Mike. Let's go for the win. All right. You're going for eight. Well, Trey went second, I guess. So he can tie. But Yeah, he could tie. Yeah. What is the full name of the interim coach who took over for Chris Ash at Rutgers? Can I phone a friend? <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know it. It was Nunzio Campanelli. Yeah. Wow. Tough one. Eight pointer. Trey, now you, you can go guess, for the win if you go for nine here. Yeah, I, I got to do it. I got to go niner. All right. Which team was the only team in the country to have three 1,000 yard receivers? Wow. Well, I'm thinking of two in the SEC, Alabama and LSU. I'm going to go Alabama. Ooh. This was a tough one. It was Hawaii. Oh, oh wow. wow. That was not on my radar. JoJo Ward, Jared Smart, and Cedric Bird II. Not on my radar. Okay, no harm done there in that round. You both went for, for 21. Ryan, back to you. You're up 13 to 12. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can I get a lower level here question, maybe? Uh, maybe split the difference here. I got, I'll go with a four-ish. Okay. For four points to get you to 17. Against Oklahoma in the Peach Bowl, 
Joe Burrow set a bowl record by being responsible for how many touchdowns? Seven. Eight. Eight was the correct answer. He threw for seven, right? He did. Okay, Trey, over to you. I'm going, I'm going for nine. Oh, wow. He's going for it again. I love it. It's good. We have a lot of high questions left. Okay. For the win in round two, Trey, which three players played quarterback for Purdue this season? <laughs> I got no chance here. <laughs> I have no chance. Oh, man. Who was the last guy? So we had Jack Plummer. Correct. We had Sindelar. Correct. Yeah, that was the other one, but I, why can I not think of the second? I, I can't think of the third one. O'Connell? Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell. Uh, I, would have been, I wouldn't have come up with that right now. All right, so it's still 13 to 12. Ryan, what are you going to do? All right, go for the jugular, I guess. All right, going for 21. Trey, of course, would have a chance to tie. No chance, though. What was the final score of LSU at Alabama? <laughs> I, I I am usually so good with those. You are. But I'm not today. <laughs> no, what was it? It was... Trey, how you feeling here? You think Ryan's going to come up with it? At this point, no. I'm trying to think of it myself. I, I've got it close. Was it... See, I'm trying to remember the game here. i got to think about the game. <sighs> well, I... Okay, the... Okay, I think I, I think I have it. I think I do. I because it wasn't a traditional score. Was it? Oh, please be right. Was it forty six, forty one? Nailed it. Lee nailed it. Crap. Very well oh, done. Man. I was not confident. You are at twenty one here in game number oh, two, Trey. Wow. Here is your chance to tie. I'm assuming you'd like to go for a nine pointer. Yes, thank you. Charlie Brewer got injured early in the Big 12 championship against OU. Give me the full name of one of the two backup quarterbacks that played for Baylor the rest of the game. I want to say Jay Leno, but... Uh, <laughs> say it. I would advise against saying Jay Leno. Yeah. He is a peer of mine. He's a great guy, but... Man, what was his name? Like, I can picture him... He was throwing the rock. He, what was his first two passes were like ended up being long bombs, and I mean, I really don't remember Xavier Leno. You're close with Jay Leno, Jacob Zeno. Oh, Zeno! Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then there was also Jerry Bohannon. <laughs> Who was the other one? Uh, Jerry Bohannon. Oh, that's right. Zeno was the one I was thinking of. Leno. Yeah, and you said Xavier. Like you were you were on it. Some yeah. something in your brain. Yeah, was, I was, was around, right around it. it. When he said Leno, I thought the same thing, though. I thought, yeah, Leno sounds right. Yeah, Ryan, you have won game number two. So it is one-to-one. I'm thinking this is going to be for all the marbles here in game number three. Might as well make it. That's okay. Okay, Trey, so you are our first here in round three. What would you like to wager on your first question? Just gonna, I'm going to go for a chalk. I'm going for two. Okay. Who led the nation in tackles with 191? 
I know somebody who would know this answer. Yeah, I'm going to say Leonard from Cal. That was that quite is brutal. A mistake. What, what happened? A oh, weaver. Uh, oh my god. Oh, too late. But it was too <laughs> late. Oh too my late. god. <laughs> and that question came oh. from Specslayer, one of our patrons. So thank you for that one. You thought it's, it was it's, a. It's a Evan gimme, Weaver, right? Yeah, of course. Why did I say Leonard? I can I, mean, I can see they're similarish that, names. That was like me saying the wrong score of the LSU uh, Auburn game. Yeah. Just didn't think about it. That's rough. Okay, Ryan, you're up. Um, okay, Michael. <clears throat> Excuse it's, me. It's Maury. It's Maury. Excuse me, Maury. It's okay. Sorry about that. Uh, okay, can I get a... Uh, I'll go seven. Okay, for seven points, the new rule of having to go for two after four overtimes debuted this season in which ACC game? Um... That would be... No, it wouldn't be that one. That one was just two point... I was thinking of Clemson, North Carolina, and then I was like, nope, that was just uh, regular regulation. Uh, ACC game between... Damn, who was it? Virginia Tech was... I'm going to go with one of them. Was Virginia Tech one of them? Yes. Okay, thought so. Thought so. Oh, who was it against? Uh... Virginia? Nah. You were close, It was Ryan. North Carolina. Ah. Yeah, North Carolina. So it was six overtimes, and Virginia Tech won 43-41. to 41. Dang it. The longest game in ACC history. Okay, still 0-0. Trey, how many points? Let's, let's, get, let's get crazy. Let's go nine. Ooh, all right. I like it. For nine points, Chase Young missed two games due to suspension this year. Which two games did he miss? Uh, they were very easy. I'm going to say Rutgers and Maryland. Excellent. Uh, Excellent. Yes. Nine pointer. That is, I, I, I believe, remember the they were like, the schedule set up nice. Yep. It did. Okay, Ryan, playing from behind here in the rubber match. How many points? Um, give me an Ocho. Okay. LSU, led by Joe Burrow, finished first in the country in completion percentage at 75.1. Which three Pac-12 schools finished second, third, and fourth in the nation? Okay. I'm going to go Washington State. Correct. Um, it's not you, Dub. Is it? Um, is one of them Arizona State? Now, yeah. uh, U- Utah and USC were the other two. Mm. So Tyler Huntley and Keaton Slovis. All right. Okay, you're in a tough spot, Ryan. But Trey, how many points? You're at. You're up nine to zero. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and get bookend this i'm gonna go with one okay which team started the season first in the ap preseason top 25 for the first time in history that would be clemson it would be all right 10 to 0 ryan um, you could tie it up right here oh wow yeah with the 10 spot <laughs> uh, you could take the lead with an 11 
Wow, the chance uh, with no chance on that. <laughs> That's as high as you can go, right? It is. <laughs> uh, now, I'm not that desperate yet. Give me uh, like a five. Okay, for five points, cut the lead in half. OU held on to beat Iowa State in a thriller on November 9th. OU scored 42 points in the win. How many points did Iowa State score? Is that just a one-point game? 41. Well done. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. They went for two at the end, of course, and missed it for, for the win. All right, Trey, you're up 10 to 5. Well, I'm going to be like Iowa State. I'm going to go for the win right now. Holy 11. Wow. This would be for the win. I would not mind losing on an 11-pointer. I'd give you a lot of props for that one. Who won the Ray Guy Award? <laughs> a putter. Uh, not my forte. Is forte your guess? <laughs> no, no. Uh, man. Is man your guess? That's actually a real guess. The only, the only punter that I can think of is... I can't even think of his name, but the... Uh, <laughs> that's a tough question. No, I just remember that Miami punter, but I, that's not it. I just can't remember his name anyways, but I have no idea. I'm going to say... I have no guess. I have no guess. It was Max Duffy from Kentucky. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> wow. You said man. You could have guessed Braden man. That would have been a reasonable reasonable guess, Texas A&M. Uh, True. Okay. Ryan, you are, you're still alive. All right. Very much. I got greedy. Okay, let's go with um, six, if, if there's a sixer. Plenty of sixers here. All right. To take the lead 11 to 10, who was hired to replace Bobby Wilder at Old Dominion? I have no clue, Maury. <laughs> I think you do have a clue. Came from Penn State. Wow, Ricky Ronnie. Yep. Come on, yep. Ryan Newman. Okay. See, that's I wouldn't. I, dang it! Two weeks ago, I would have. Three weeks ago, I could have. Would have thought of that. <laughs> I, know. I covered that. I know. Oh. Uh. Okay, Trey, you're up ten to five. You, of course, went first. Yeah. Let's. Uh, do we have? Well, you said there's lots of Sixers. Let's take a Sixer. Okay. To take a commanding. 16 to 5 lead. Which former USC quarterback said this? Quote, Oregon is the new USC in recruiting on the West Coast. Back in my day, no one dared to recruit SoCal. Now it's open season and Oregon is hunting. I gotta say it was Matt Leinart. 16 mm. to 5. Mm. Okay, Ryan. You have a chance to tie. You Wish I got you that went, sixer. You went second. Yeah, exactly. You went second, so. Yeah, I got to get two here. So I'm at a, okay, I need a couple of, maybe an eight or uh, I would take two eights or a, <laughs> yeah, okay, give me an eight. Okay, to pull within three points, you would be down 16 to 13 if you get this right. Unranked Illinois upset undefeated Wisconsin in week eight as a 30 and a half point underdog after James McCourt hit a 39 yard field goal to win 24 to 23. What was Wisconsin ranked heading into that game? 
That's who would, what? I'm trying to think what time uh, you know of the year that's that game was. That it was week eight. Oh, week eight. Oh, thank you. So let's see who would, it. Wisconsin did not lose in the non-conference, so that was their first loss of the season. Uh, God, I have a number in mind. I feel like it's just there was immediately the one that popped in my head, but I. I'll go. I feel like. Were they sixth? Got it. No way. <laughs> <Eight> points. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I remember seeing that score in my head. It just something. This that was there. all right. Wow, that was good. They were ranked behind Alabama, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Yeah, because they were undefeated. Still, you know, I was like, I know they were but... very high. Okay. Here we go. We, you guys are both within striking distance of 21. Trey, you're at 16. Ryan's at 13. I assume you're going for a fiver? I do. I got to go with a five. Uh-oh. Okay, to get to 21. Name the top four Heisman vote getters in order. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to okay, think so about it. Burrow was obviously runaway. Uh, okay. All right, so we had we. I'm not. This isn't what I'm saying yet. I'm just laying the names out. We got Justin Fields, Chase Young. Okay, and then we got Jalen Hurts. So okay, so I've got the four. I think. So, Burrow, Fields, Hurts, Young. Ouch! Dang. You swapped Fields and Hurts. Hurts finished in second. Oh man, that was that was good. Rough. Okay, Ryan, this is it. Since you went second in this round, eight points would be for the win. Okay, I'll go for it. Okay. <laughs> for the win, Trey. This would be quite a heartbreaker here. you got to be kidding me. I mean, these are hard questions. They are. So, Michigan lost at Penn State 28-21 to after Shea Patterson's potential game-tying touchdown pass went through the hands of which wide receiver? Oh boy, I uh, I don't. I, I I'm gonna have to guess. I don't know the answer. I I can't remember the play, but I mean it's. I know the receiver, so uh, I'm gonna go with um, Tariq Black. Oh, Ronnie Bell. Don't say Donovan Peoples Jones. Ronnie Bell. Oh, there you go. I felt bad for him. Yep, that's right. Dang it. Okay, Trey. We're back in the same position. Are you going to go for a fiver again? I have to go back to the well with the fiver. Okay. Which FCS school hosted game day this year? They've done the bison in the past of North Dakota State, but did they go to South Dakota State? All right, you are at 21, but it is not over yet. Ryan has a chance to tie. So, Ryan, for eight points, for 21... Here we go. Which of these teams did not join the 900 all-time wins club this season? Was it Penn State, Notre Dame, Nebraska, or Oklahoma? Penn State, Notre Dame. Nebraska did, I know that. I think, pretty sure Penn State, Notre Dame. Notre Dame was had to have already been there. 
Philly. Penn State. I'm going to go uh, Penn State. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> Tied it up. 21 all in the rubber Thank match. Thank you for the multiple choice there. You're welcome. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a thriller. What a thriller. I so, just can never just win easy. It's never easy. It's, it works <laughs> out as a, as a podcast for entertaining people. Actually, this is a TV show. Sorry. Uh, Don't worry. This works out. So, our first tiebreaker, and this is for all the marbles, of course, which is $2 worth of marbles. So, here's how it's going to work. It is a, a sudden death, one question, and the way we decide who answers the question is sort of like an auction. So, Trey, you're going to bid first in this auction since you went first in this round. And so, you could say you're willing to answer, say, an eight-point question, and then it would go over to Ryan, and Ryan could either say, all right, I'll let Trey answer that sudden death question. If, if Trey gets it right, of course, he wins. If he gets it wrong, Ryan wins. Or Ryan could say, I'm willing to answer a nine-point question. And you can go back and forth until, until we're at a level. So, um, Trey, go ahead. Make the first bid. I'm willing to wager four. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm willing to, to answer a five. Okay, now we go back to Trey. I'm willing to wager or to answer a six. Okay, I think um, I think I might have to stop right there. <laughs> so you're gonna Seven, let sevens have gotten kind of tough, uh, and I'm just not confident in myself. Okay, so you're gonna not you're gonna put your destiny in in Trey's hands. I I am. I'm gonna let Trey have his moment here. <laughs> oh no! All right. Okay, Trey. This is a six point question, but that doesn't really matter right now. This is just for the win. If you get it right. You win 21, you win $2. If you get it wrong, Ryan wins the $2. Which Pac-12 school sold out every home game this past decade? I think I got it, guys. I think I've done it. Oh, boy. Oregon. What? <laughs> Oh no. Was it Utah? Oh no. Is it was it Utah? No! Oh no. <laughs> you you were so confident. No. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Oh that's Trey. Oh, oh my gosh, wow. Trey, man. Oof. What? I mean, right, what did you think? Oh. I would have, I, I probably would have gone, I don't think I would have gone Utah. I was thinking maybe UW or Oregon. I probably would have gone Oregon. I was too. like, I got a little too cocky because as I said, <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, well, because I kind of came down to Oregon and UW. I'm like, no, it's for sure Oregon. But then at the last second, I was thinking Utah. But I'm like, no, the Ducks. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. I think I got this one. <laughs> okay. Well, Ryan, congratulations. You have won the $2. Uh, thank you very much, Maury. Big prize. Appreciate it. Thanks to everyone at home for joining us. This has been 21, and now back to the College Football Bros. All right. This is Michael Newman joining the show. Trey, Ryan, how you guys doing? Hey, Mike. How are you? I, I've, uh, I've been better. <laughs> You've been better, huh? <laughs> I've, I've really been better. You keep discovering new ways to lose. Really heartbreaking ways. <laughs> it was... This one was, the, the pride came before the fall on this one, <laughs> immediately before. <Yeah. laughs> 
Uh, all right. Well, before we close out this this episode, you're, Trey, you're going to have to rally because we've got we've got some news to discuss. So, of course, the biggest news being after 13 years, uh, Mark D'Antonio has retired uh, as Michigan State's head coach. Trey, I'll, I'll go to you first. Oh, what, thanks. what are your thoughts on this? All right. I got to rally here. I will say that the optics of this just don't look great. Uh, we all know about him collecting his retention bonus a, a couple weeks ago. So we pretty much knew he would at least stay uh, through through that date in mid-January. Uh, there, but we'd already known that there was a lot of rumors of him potentially retiring or leaving. So I feel like the school could have worked out a deal to be like, we'll we'll give that to you in your retirement package just so that they could do it earlier for the sake of recruiting and whatnot. But but doing it the day after the lawsuit, it, the, it just, again, the optics don't look great. Yeah, it's a bad timing deal. I mean, it's, yeah. we just, it feels like he's just getting out before all the bad stuff might come. That's just the way it feels right now. I mean, you don't know, but it just doesn't look good. Like Trey said, it just looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it seems to me like it is really just, maybe this is the straw that broke the camel's back, but it's not all that surprising that, that he's retiring. Of course, you, Trey, you brought up the bonus. Um, but just, you know, the fan support for him is dwindling. He's coming off of some down years. He's being pressured to fire coaches on his staff. So just kind of a combination of things. Yeah. Kind of make it make sense. Not saying he didn't deserve it, but, or he shouldn't have, but yeah, it's like Trey said, they should have done it sooner. Yeah. He, I mean, he was, he had an incredible tenure. Like D'Antonio was the man. It just, uh, it was time. Are they better off now than when he got there? Well, it's kind of come down, but they had a great run. Yeah. Let's just say that. I mean, he, yeah, he was incredible. Yeah. And there, there's still some, some, some good pieces there to work with. They would take three Big Ten titles in a heartbeat if you had to do it all over again. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so now the question is, who do they get? What do you think, Trey? We're recording this on February 5th. What's today? <laughs> it's Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Yeah, I mean, so far, up to for, from what we've heard, is that apparently Matt Campbell has declined it, and Luke Fickle is the hot candidate i've also heard guys like robert sala the the 49ers defensive coordinator the more i think about him it's he's so close to getting an nfl head coaching job that i feel like he he might not take this gig but he'd bring some energy but it seems like all the circles are going to uh luke fickle or bust yeah uh, chris creighton i think his name's been at least mentioned uh, a little bit he's from eastern michigan he's done a great job there uh but yeah it's it's luke fickle man he's got to be the guy yeah, it is the the Twitter buzz tonight is I definitely wouldn't say done deal, but there's there's those rumors starting which that happens sometimes and it turns out to be BS, but mm -hmm. let's just say it is true. Let's say Luke Fickle, you know, we wake up tomorrow and he's the the head coach. That would be a home run hire. I mean, he's done a great job at Cincinnati. He's a really good recruiter. He's a Big 10 guy. I would give that an A if if that's who they end up going with. Yeah, it's good. It would be great for them. Seems like a good fit too. More of a defensive guy, kind of their style. So that's yeah, just personality wise, it seems to fit. Yep. And if he it and regardless if he stays or goes, he just got Cincinnati's highest rated recruiting class they've ever had. So if he stays, Cincinnati's in great hands, of course. And then if he goes, he brings that that prowess to to East Lansing. Yeah, that would be a reason 
for him to to keep him at Cincinnati is they should have another great year coming up. So, yep. But Michigan Bad. State's Michigan State's a good job. Uh, obviously, there's downsides. The fact that you're in the same division as Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State uh, in that order of, of greatness. Um, <laughs> sure. But but no. So it's 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 there are some tough aspects to it too. Uh, okay. Well, by the way, you mentioned recruiting. We're gonna. I think next week we don't really plan these things in advance. If you couldn't tell, but. Uh, maybe we'll talk recruiting next week. Just kind of wrap up the whole off season of of that. Yeah, how'd USC do, Mike? They were supposed to. Their coach was saying they were gonna finish strong. Well, um, and they did not. I don't know. I I wasn't able to check. I depends looked, how you say the word. Define the word strong. Well, they didn't make it to the top fifty. Well, that's that's not great. That's not. Maybe we won't talk recruiting next week. I don't know. <laughs> Their average, their average rating was pretty good, but no, no silver linings, yeah, I, Trey. No silver they had linings. Two four stars. Okay. Okay. Two, um, anyway, two four we can stars. get to this next week. I know it's bad, Ryan. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's just get through this podcast. There's only a little bit left. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got three transfers to discuss. Yes. Who's hey, th- at least you didn't lose a trivia question, uh, trivia game like I did. True. After saying, I think I got this, fellas. <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> All right. We got KJ Costello. He's leaving Stanford, pursuing a better educational opportunity at Mississippi State. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it seems like uh he's going to, you know, he's, Mike Leach obviously was looking for looking for his new guy. KJ Costello certainly seems like I mean he's still got Garrett Schrader there, but, you know, helicopter guy don't really <laughs> I, I think I think Costello's going to be the man. Yeah, seems like a good fit. I, I, you know, yeah, I like. I was impressed with how Costello improved at Stanford, and I think that'll be perfect for Leach. Yeah, the way Costello played in 2018, he was that year one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Obviously, struggled with injury this past year, and the whole team, the whole offense, struggled yeah, with injuries. So, yeah, but uh, but no, I think he's. I think he's very solid. I think he's immediately one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. That's not really saying much next year because there's a lot of question marks, but. Nonetheless, yeah, there's a, not a lot of returning top guys, is there? There aren't. Um, okay, Trey, who's uh, who's another transfer? Yeah, we've got Chase Bryce of Clemson. He's transferring to Duke, and I like this just because for his sake, he he's going to you know a, a supposed quarterback guru and David Cutcliffe, and uh, he can. He can work wonders with quarterbacks, and he he's got two years at Duke as well, and he's immediately eligible. So I I like it for for Bryce. Yeah, I mean, what could go wrong? Uh, a backup quarterback at Clemson transferring to a prestigious private academic university. Wow! Someone someone get there with me, somebody. Well, I was thinking of Kelly Bryant, but Mizzou's not private. Who else am I missing here? Wait, say it again. Say your. I maybe I tuned you out there. What? Okay, backup Clemson quarterback transferring to a private, you know, great academic school to play quarterback. Um, Hunter Johnson, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> forgot about I'm him ass- at Clemson, honestly. I'm assuming it'll turn out better. I'm yeah. assuming it'll turn out better. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. That was lastly, a good one, Mike. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Really went over well. We have Booby Whitlow. Running back for Auburn has entered the transfer portal, and unless he gets a waiver, he's going to have to sit out next year. But that's a big loss, you know, significant loss for Auburn. Um, although they do have some some young talent there, but 
Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see where Whitlow ends up. But that'll do it for the College Football Bros podcast. Thanks again to Maury Povich for hosting 21. That was wonderful. Um, also, uh, any reminders for the listeners, guys, as to to what happens this Saturday? No, uh, nothing really comes to mind that's important. Saturday, February 8th? Uh, February going to have to be more specific than that. The XFL starts? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good one. That too. Is that when they start on Saturday? I believe so. Uh, hmm. Okay. Well, it's my birthday. I didn't want to have to say it. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, in lieu of, of giving me a gift. Oh, you can give me a gift, actually. Just mail it to me. I accept gifts. Uh, but you can also subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash college football bros. Trey Ryan, what's in it for them if they subscribe? Um, they get extra bonus episodes. That's right. We have a couple trivia episodes on our feed, on our Patreon feed. So if you subscribe, you immediately get both of those. Yeah, we try to do it at least once a month. And they get to join our Discord chat, which I really enjoy. We've gotten to to get interact with a lot of uh, a lot of fun people. We have so encourage everyone to do that if you like the show and want to support us. We'd really appreciate it. By the way, and I didn't know what Discord was. I didn't know, you know what it was either, really. Only vaguely, but it's really it's, cool. It's like a WhatsApp, you know? Like, you just yeah. get on a text thread. Just in case people out there listening don't know what it is. I didn't. When you say Discord chat, it's like, what is that? Thank you. Yeah, thank you for explaining that. Um, <laughs> it's an earnest thank you. Don't laugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're welcome. I agree. Okay. We will be back next week. We will be weekly throughout the off season, of course, as we've said before. Maybe we'll recap the recruiting cycle. Maybe we'll have 10 worst commercials. That's going to be coming up one of these weeks. Oh, yeah. Tune in and find out. Make sure you're subscribed and tell your friends. Thanks for listening. We're not going to publish this trivia. We're publishing it for sure. I'm going to double publish it if possible. I'm going to release it (laughs) for multiple days in a row. (laughs) I'm going to delete your computer. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros, and for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now, you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done, all from your phone. It's simple to find upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. You can even search pricing guides to see what others paid for similar jobs and easily compare quotes from top local pros to make sure you're getting a fair price. From lawn care to repairing the AC to the project of your dreams, Angie has your home projects handled from start to finish. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, they'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with their happiness guarantee. Make your home an Angie home. Check out Angie.com today. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot HTM.